0: following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. La, 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 la.
1: Welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show, right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 AM. And of course, you can hear us around the world on WNRI.com. I want to thank you for the uh, props from Mr. Jeff Gamash. Thank you, Jeff, for the great uh, words earlier. Um, This is what we do we talk about real estate at the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. And, um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about. Buyers, actually, a lot about buyers because there are more buyers out there than sellers. Uh, But, you know, another, you know, one of the ways that we can get more sellers is by increasing buyers. We have to convince some sellers that they should sell their home and then they become a buyer. So, we're going to talk a little bit about the overlap and what you need to watch out for. So, even though we're going to be talking about buyers, air quotes, This is something that sellers should pay attention to as well, potential sellers, because if you're selling something, you're probably going to have to buy something unless you're uh, moving in with someone or deciding to rent, okay? Uh, The big news is, of course, mortgage interest rates. Everybody's been talking about them. You know, there was some testimony today from uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell, and um, mortgage interest rates are now heading back over... The 7% threshold, all right? You know, um, when the Fed, the Fed does not set mortgage interest rates. When they set interest rates, that's for what are referred to as short-term interest rates. So what you pay on short-term loans, car loans, credit cards, things like that, those are immediately impacted by increases in the Fed funds rate, Um but inadvertently, it gives an indication for what's going on in the economy, and that can cause mortgage interest rates to go up. Because mortgage interest rates are long-term interest rates. And uh, the Fed funds rate is a sh- for short-term loans, you know, two to three years. Uh, but rates have been rising, and they mortgage rates have risen at the fastest pace in 40 years. Um, but again, I want to point out that even though they're heading over a 7%, the average rate for a 30-year mortgage, a fixed rate, is 8%. So we're not even at the average yet. So don't get all nervous. But it is a real challenge because in order for us to increase inventory for the houses that are on the market so we have more homes for people to buy – we need, to make, we need to convince more homeowners to become sellers, okay? And that's a challenge right now because if you're a homeowner and you have a mortgage that you refinanced a few years ago or even if you're, you purchased your home a few years ago, you're probably looking at a mortgage interest rate that's in the high twos, threes, maybe fours. And if you're going to buy something now, you're going to be in the sixes or most likely sevens if you start the process about now. So what what homeowners are thinking in their mind is like cheaper is I'm going to sell this house, I'm paying 3.5% or 4% and I'm going to have to buy something that is probably going to be more expensive and I'm going to pay 7%. So my interest, my payment is going to probably double unless I'm putting a really big down payment, Okay. Um, so what's happening is these folks are just tapping the brakes and they're saying, you know what, let's see if we can ride this out until uh, rates come down or maybe we really don't need to sell this house. Um, so inventory is very low, OK, both in Rhode Island and in Massachusetts. In Rhode Island, the numbers are precipitously lower and there's six hundreds for single family homes. Yesterday it was six hundred thirty. I didn't check today, but uh, multifamily homes, one thirty. This is for the whole state the whole state you know and so this includes the cheapest houses you can buy that have need a ton of work to the most expensive houses you can buy which are millions of dollars so it's um there's not a lot out there not a lot out there okay uh quick shout out to my buddy jason farley just tuned in on facebook live hello jason another uh, awesome realtor we did a deal together a few years ago jason does a good job uh hello to my friend cecile who's uh tuned in on facebook live as well so that's one of the challenges for why we don't have a lot of inventory because sellers or prospective sellers are just doing a quick math what am i going to be paying if i have to get a new mortgage at seven percent and my existing mortgage even though it's on a smaller house or maybe a house that's too big is in the fours or the threes or the high twos Okay, Um, you know, we have this great program that Rhode Island Housing put out about a month or so ago, uh, down payment assistance program. It's a grant, seventeen thousand five hundred dollars. It's a phenomenal program. If you're buying a house uh, and you want to look into this because you never have to pay the money back. 17,500 bucks, it can be used. There's no time limit that you have to stay in the house a certain amount of time. You just have to be a first-time homebuyer. Okay. Um, and that's why you should give the John Dolbeck team, John Heath Laforte, Denora Reyes, 401-321-4401. Because they do a lot of work with Rhode Island Housing. They're very well acquainted with this product. Um it's a great product, but unfortunately what this product is doing is it's bringing more buyers to the, into the, uh, the sphere, into the marketplace. So we had too many buyers before. Now we have even more buyers. So it's a greater number of buyers chasing a small number of homes. So Economics 101, what happens when you have more demand than you have supply? prices go up and that's why we're still seeing prices hold steady year over year and i want to clarify please pay attention prices and and i've had this with a couple of my listings where you have to drop the prices on the listings okay um but that doesn't mean that values are going down There may be other things that are coming into play. What you have to look at is the median price of home selling in January or February of 23 compared to the median price of home selling in January or February of 22, okay? You can't look at one individual case and apply that to the entire marketplace. It doesn't work that way. And I want to, again, dispel the nonsense that's out there. I talked about this last week you know fox news had this headline fox business excuse me had this headline saying that uh there was 43 you know billion dollars uh the housing market was 43 billion dollars lower in december than it was in june when you read the article what they were saying is all of the houses that were on the market in june of 22 Compared to all the houses that were on the market in December of 22, there was a disparity of over $40 billion in the market value. Well, yeah, that's true because there are many, many, many fewer homes on the market in December than there are in June. June is one of the peak months for selling a house. So there's going to be a ton of houses on the market. Not so in December. That's number one. Number two, this was data provided by a real estate company, not... Someone that's an aggregator is a company called Redfin, and it would have had more value if it were supplied by something like the National Association of Realtors because they are unbiased and they report accurate data. We have economists who work for the National Association of Realtors, and they provide real data based on real information compared to legitimate uh, metrics from previous years. Okay. Um, So this headline that even got my attention and prompted me to read the whole article, it was really annoying because it was very misleading. It was very misleading. Um, So, you know, the market is still very, the word I like to use now is vibrant because there's a lot of activity. Houses are not, sometimes they sell quickly, many times they don't. Many times they don't. You know, if you have a house that's a little unique, it's going to take longer to sell. If you have a house that's priced higher, it's going to take longer to sell. If you have a house that needs a lot of fix-up work, it's going to take longer to sell. Now, if you're looking to buy, that could be an opportunity for you to get into something. Because if you want to buy and you're willing to take a house and that has some deferred maintenance issues, you can find that house and you'll be able to buy it because other people are passing on these houses. You know, you have to have the vision thing. So, if it's a dirty house, if it's a sloppy house, if it's an outdated house, you need to be able to look beyond um, that and see what you could do with the house. Okay? Because even though interest rates are higher than they've been, and as of today, a 30 year fixed rate mortgage, a conventional mortgage is 7.03%, a 30 year FHA mortgage, 6.52%, a 30 year VA, 6.55. So all three of these mortgage rates are up uh, from 0.04% for the 30-year fixed to 0.1% for the VA and 0.07 for the uh, FHA mortgage. So the rates have gone up. But e- bearing that in mind, if you buy the house now, you do some repairs, you clean it up, you make it look better. When the rates come down again in a couple of years or in a year, refinance out of it get a lower rate. By then, your house may have gone up in value. So maybe if you had PMI, which is called private mortgage insurance, maybe you won't need that anymore because the value of the house has gone up. So you have enough equity that you don't need the private mortgage insurance. Okay, Private mortgage insurance is something that's required on mortgages where the down payment is less than 20%. So what that does is it protects the lender in case the loan goes south, in case they have to foreclose. Okay, private mortgage insurance. Now, the only mortgage that doesn't have that is the VA mortgage. So if you are a veteran or you're active military, that's something you should look into, the VA mortgage. I'm a military relocation professional, so I'm very well acquainted with that entire process and that loan product. Okay, but uh, you'd want to give John Dolbeck, who is a veteran, a call, 401-321-4401, because they can help you out with that VA loan product, which has no PMI. And that can be anywhere from 80 bucks to a couple hundred bucks a month, a few hundred bucks a month, depending on the size of your loan. okay. Um, I also want to thank our sponsor, Vern Rainville, the public insurance adjuster for Northern Rhode Island. He does a great job. He works for you, the property owner. He does not work for the insurance company. That's what a public insurance adjuster is. So if you have a claim, he'll come in and he'll look at it from your perspective. Okay. Hello to my friend Eric Morales and my good friend Kim Zweener, who's tuning in from nebraska one of those big old rectangle rectangle states they're both watching on facebook live hello everyone um so lost my train of thought what were we talking about interest rates yes yeah, so uh the pmi is something that you do not have to worry about if you have a va mortgage so if you're a veteran or active military you should definitely look into that because the rates are typically lower there's a no money down loan and there's no private mortgage insurance okay So a VA loan 30-year today is 6.55, so that is one of the lowest rates that you can get uh, right now, okay? There are some other products that I don't have the rates for, like the USDA, which is a loan uh, sponsored or backed by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, but that's limited geographically to only certain rural districts, basically low-population areas, so um, not all municipalities, qualify for that. But mortgage rates, even though they're creeping up, it's still a good time to buy because there are opportunities out there, one. And two, it's better to pay a mortgage than to pay rent. Better to pay a mortgage than rent. If you're paying rent, you're paying 100% interest. You have nothing to show for it. Nothing to show for it. So you've got to, you know, give me a call, 401-409-5030, or you can text me at that number, 401-409-5030, and we will um, hook you up, okay? Um, My next sponsor... Is Anthony Bettencourt and Rich Nicholson at Beacon, Title, and Escrow. Go-to closing attorneys for our buyers and our sellers. They do a great job taking care of them. They educate our clients on the closing process, and they educate them at the closing table. I cannot stress how significant this is because other closing companies, you just go and sign and initial away, and you don't know what you're signing. They explain everything to you, and that's why we love Beacon, Title, and Escrow because I in my business educate my consumers, my buyers, my sellers about what is going on, what they should do, what they could do, what other people could be doing, because I want them to receive maximum value from the purchase of their home or the sale of their home. Beacon Title and Escrow helps further that education. And of course we always talk about, you know, GMET's moving in storage because they've moved my friends, my colleagues my family they take care of your belongings as if they are their own belongings they can store your home so if you have to, if you sell one home and your new home's not ready yet they can store your belongings okay from a matter of days to weeks that's gmets moving and storage Four zero one three eight three six three nine nine 6399 is their number ask for ray and uh, tell him that you heard about them on the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. That's GMETs Moving and Storage. Okay. So I want to thank all of our sponsors. We have Vern Rainville. We have John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team giving mortgages to folks. All different kinds of mortgages. Beacon Title and Escrow. Um, And of course um, we have GMETs Moving and Storage. The best movers in Southern New England. Okay. So we need to get more sellers or more property owners to become sellers to help address the shortfall that we have in the marketplace right now. You know, my, know Kim, if you are still, uh, if you can still hear me on Facebook, what level of inventory do you guys have out in Nebraska? Is it, um, you know, we have only 600 houses, 630 houses for sale here in Rhode Island. Uh, I'd be interested to know what you have out there in the Lincoln, Nebraska area. But um, homeowners are sitting tight because of interest rates, and they also don't know what's going on with the economy. Okay, We We had inflation that we kicked up a while back. That's not a good sign. That's really what's driving interest rates up, amongst other things. Unemployment is still relatively low, so the economy is strong. People are spending money. You listen to some talking heads and they're telling you that people are spending money on credit cards and other people are saying that they're just spending money as it's coming in. I don't know what where they're getting the money from, but I know money is being spent. Um, and that's why the Fed is trying to slow things down by raising short-term interest rates. Which reminds me about something else, folks. The best place to park your money... In times of inflation, is in something called real estate. Real estate is the best hedge against inflation. If you put your money in the bank, you're gonna right now earn one and a half percent, and then you're gonna get taxed on that. Well, wait, inflation is seven percent, so really, that one and a half percent doesn't even cover inflation. So you're losing money. Putting your money in real estate. Even if it's your home, your home is always going to have value. And long-term, home values go up after inflation, after factoring in for inflation, over 7% on average. And that's even though we had the largest financial and real estate collapse in history back in 2008. Homes still went up seven, averaged, an average increase of 7% per year. But, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty out there, okay, And that's what's giving one of the things that's giving people pause about selling their homes. You know, buyers fall in one of two camps. Buyers are either like, you know what, I'm going to jump on this bandwagon right now and try and buy a home because I know it's a good move. And they're not going to be intimidated or scared away by increasing interest rates. They're not going to be intimidated by a lot of people talking about a crash. I don't see a crash coming. I don't see a crash coming because there is more buyers than sellers. So that's going to support that's going to support the um, value of homes. Okay? But there are a lot of things out there that are making people a little nervous. Okay? You know, you hear about, uh, you know, crime. You saw the thing on the news the other day where the police uh, academy down in Georgia was attacked. And they had all kinds of you know, uh, whatever they were throwing, incendiary devices. You hear about crime in, um, you know, in the cities, it's going up. In some cities, it's up 100%. Um, If you are looking at uh, identity theft, everybody knows someone whose identity was stolen, who their, you know, credit cards and um, everything was taken away. So, you know, one of the things that we can do is we can try to, um, basically, establish a level of security. all right oh, my friend Kim just responded, so they have one hundred and one single family listings on the market in Lincoln, Nebraska, excluding new construction. the average wow the average price is up to four hundred and twenty four thousand bucks that 's higher than here before they used to have a lower average price than we did here in Rhode Island wow that 's great uh, Kim. And I'm trying to see if I can get this to show me more of the text, but I can't right now on my screen. All right. So, JR, did you have something? Did I your need a phone it? call? Okay. All right. Hold on. Let's see if we can get uh, a phone call here. Let's see. Hello. This is Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey, Sean. How are you?
0: Doing great.
1: Awesome. So, perfect timing for your call. We were just, we were just talking about uh, how... Uh, In the marketplace, people need to do things to help them uh, become more secure because it's very, so much of our economy and the housing market is psychological. You know, interest rates go up, interest rates come down, prices are going up. You hear about home prices going down, then you hear about utility prices going up, gasoline goes up, all of this stuff, and then you have to worry about crime you have to worry about identity theft you have to worry about you know your card your atm card or debit card getting scammed at the gas station when you go to fill up with gas um, and i know you and i had talked earlier sean about some products that are out there that can help people uh, take steps to be more secure isn't that true
0: yeah jeff there is there's there's two major things you know um that everyone should be looking at regardless of, uh, things are the first one is, uh, identity theft protection. You know, we talk about everyone's got auto insurance and everyone's got, uh, homeowners insurance, but the thing that we don't have, it's a common practice is identity theft protection. And that's one of the biggest things that you should have, um, out there, and, and the top five reasons that you have for that is it gives you the peace of mind that your personal information is kept secure. You know, once you, you set it and forget it, that's the Ron peel attitude. You know, one of the greatest guys out there um, is that you're going to go in, you're going to get identity theft protection. The very first thing that you're going to do is you're going to set up going to enter in all your credit card information, all of your uh, bank account information, and then it's monitored um, through your identity theft provider, and uh, they're going to also help you um, with loss prevention, that your, your data is not lost in a, in a data breach. They're going to provide you tips, hey, hey, your, your password was compromised, or it should be changed. They're going to help you with fraud protection. They're going to monitor you twenty four seven. You're going to get monitoring alerts every day, and um, with your device protection that they have, it's going to back up your data in case if there's a loss or a cyber attack. Provide you some VPN and, and virus scanning, and it's going to help you with all those type of things.
1: Now, if it's if you have someone that, let's say, they don't do anything, they don't have passwords. That uh, you know, typically, might be an older person that they just have credit cards. They've got their debit card. Um, and they just they want to just protect that. Is this something that would protect them? That would help them? I mean, you know, they don't. Uh, you know, data breaches and things like that. May some people may not know what that is, but they know when their credit card is uh, compromised or stolen, um, or when someone's charging on it that shouldn't be charging on it. Is this something that would be able to apply to those folks too?
0: Absolutely. Not only um, it doesn't necessarily for. For the younger generation, it is it is even more important for our um, baby boomers as well um, that it's going to monitor your social security number. It's going to check to see if accounts were opened in your name. It's going to check to see if people filed unemployment in your name. It's going to go out and check to see if people have taken out... Um, Credit cards in your name. Someone there's even um, to show that they've taken they've taken out Social Security benefits. Um, there's even the latest crime is where you're protecting your Medicare information um, of people going out and companies selling bogus Medicare claims you're going to get an explanation of benefits you know when you go to the dentist or the doctor and someone files a Medicare claim you're going to get this explanation of benefits and companies are out there now filing false claims in people's names and uh, this is just another way of just it's going to even protect your, your health care as well
1: so protect your health care that's something I had never made that, that connection between Identity theft and health care, too. So, what would be an example of what someone could, what could happen to someone in that regard?
0: Um, so, anyway, you know, uh, when you go to the doctor, you know, and um, people filing a false claim, that could really, really mess up your insurance. Um, like, say, someone files a false claim, you go to the, you're, hey, you've reached your, your maximum benefit for the year, you know? There's certain things that your health, your health insurance, and your dental insurance cover a cap each year, and um, you could have reached that cap, and by someone going out and filing a false claim against you.
1: Uh, okay, so folks, just uh, you are listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show, and we are talking with Sean Smith. We're talking about identity theft or an identity protection. Um, you know, these are things that. You need to pay attention to this stuff because even if you're a tenant right now and someday you want to become a homeowner, you want to start the process, you don't want to find out when you go to apply for a mortgage, oh, yeah, that someone stole your identity a year and a half ago and took out a bunch of credit cards in your name and never paid them back. Or took them out and now you owe all of this money so you don't qualify for a mortgage or you can't even get one because you're your FICO score has has been impacted so adversely. So folks, I know this may not initially at the outset sound like it is something that has to do with real estate, but this is part of the um, preparation. And I always say, you know, with my buyers uh, and my tenants, actually my uh, sellers, you want to fail to prepare, prepare to fail. You know, you want to just start Early. You want to prepare everything so that there are no surprises because, again, surprises, you've heard me say this in the past, surprises when it comes to real estate transactions are not good. There's never a good surprise when it comes to real estate. And this could be one of those things that could be really detrimental. And it's really overwhelming for some folks because there's so little that you can do about it right when you find out. You know, a good friend of mine, she had a problem where she actually did a pretty good job and she found out right away that someone had stolen her identity and uh, plugged local bank, it was Navigant Credit Union that notified her right away. And so she was able to go in and shut everything down, get it locked down so they couldn't take more money, but they still had her identity. Excuse me. And this is something that took a tremendous amount of uh, emotional energy for her to deal with this a lot of time you know you get really angry and frustrated because it, you didn't do anything wrong but all of a sudden you have to dedicate 10 20 30 hours to getting everything straightened out and when you have multiple bank accounts multiple credit cards all your know, passwords all all of those things need to be changed and reset and, you know, everything in today's uh, you know economy, in today's world, everything is interwoven. So you have direct deposit, goes into one check, and then it automatically goes into your retirement account. And then so- all of this stuff that's going on, you have to basically stop it all and set it all up again when you don't have identity theft protection. If you have identity theft protection, the chances of something happening are much, much less. Okay? Now... Sean, I, I, I'm going to put you on the spot here. So if something happens where someone's identity is stolen, what would be the process um, in this case? How would they what would be the benefit of having this um, identity identity theft protection?
0: That's a great question, Joe. So whoever your provider of your identity theft protection that you signed up for, they usually provide some type of insurance that helps you get your identity restored. The biggest thing is to make sure that you have all of your um, your cards and accounts registered in the system and uh, making sure that you're being um, you, you, you've taken that step and work with your provider to go out and file the claim to help get your identity restored. Um, they're going to help you walk through steps of blocking your credit. Um,
1: now, wait, when you say your uh, provider, is that the identity theft company? When you say yes, your provider?
0: But, uh, yes, like your life lock, your ID seal. The okay. companies that provide do that. And they're going to help you take steps to protect. And anything that they had information on, to help, they will help you res- get you back on track to make the next steps. Hey, get a hold of the credit bureaus. Get your accounts reopened. Um, f- put put a lock in your credit file. All those things to help you get back... Um, As well, they're
1: going to help you with that. Yeah, that's that's great. And what, you know, I, I was talking to someone and they were saying, you know, today you really, you should not use your debit card, your ATM debit card, because if that is compromised it's much harder to get that money back back because banks, they're not incentivized to get you that money back because it's your money, not their money. Whereas if you have a credit card, if you use credit cards to buy gas and when you go out to eat to pay for the check, all of those things where you're potentially exposing yourself uh, to, you know, to identity theft, you, it's much, you're much better off. It's a much safer place to be um, with regard to digital purchases. Do you agree with that?
0: Yeah, most absolutely. There was uh, I was on um, I was doing some traveling a couple months ago, and you're absolutely right. It, the best thing um, is to have a car- credit card, and of course, pay it off every month. That's the most responsible thing to do. Um, just look at it this week when you go sit down at a restaurant and you get your t- and you and you get your check total. And you put that tip down that you're handwriting it in and you're signing it in, that's essentially leaving a blank check for that waitress for that server to take a picture of your card, make that um, $10 into a $100, um, or, or in your like, hey, would you like to leave a tip today? They say no, then they're automatically entering tip information because that's not what's getting charged. That's getting processed at the end of the night. By their management, you know, so you just, that's the best thing, you know, put it on a credit card, um, and you're going to protect yourself against these, um, things and you go, and another thing, it's, 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 um, it could be errors on your end. I was living in Hawaii and I went, um, to make a purchase at the Home Depot one day and I made, um, I went out and I bought $7 and 50 cents worth of stuff. And in the state of Hawaii, they had a bag tax and they asked me how many bags that I wanted. And I put in like a hundred and it was like 10 cents per hundred. And you know, so my credit card got charged, Oh wow! my debit card got charged for, um, for, for getting some bags that I never bought. And so I had to go back to the customer service desk and they gave me back $600 in cash that I had to go back to the bank and put it in there because it was, uh, yeah, doing that. So yeah, it's always safe to use a credit card, you know. Yeah,
1: like that. so that, that, yeah, that's just, you know, one of those things, folks. I mean, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show on WNRI 99.9 FM, 1380 AM. And of course on WNRI.com, Um, Hello to Joe Rose, who just tuned in on Facebook Live. But, uh, you know, protecting your digital presence, your digital ID, your credit cards, um, you do not want to, um, it's like you don't want to drive your car without car insurance. You know, you don't want to have a home without homeowner's insurance. You need to protect yourself in case something goes wrong. Because if you don't have it, and someone steals your identity it could be thousands of dollars and again tens upon tens of hours to get everything straightened out okay um so you really need to take steps and monitor your digital profile your digital identity okay now sean tell us a little bit so if someone has questions and they they want to do this how what would be a how could they reach out to you or who should they reach out to in order to get some, um, you know, guidance on this?
0: Sure. Uh, before I go into that, I wanted to add one other tip that just came to top of mind it is not only for your protecting yourselves in your identity, um, is you should find a provider that offers identity theft protection for your kids. Um, because when we all start out in life, you know, um, our our children were issued a social security number, and you need to put that social security number in as well because they're not applying for credit until they're at least sixteen or eighteen. There's individuals out there are going out and using your children's social security numbers to open credit on themselves and establishing a credit file. That's one of the biggest things to do that, and um, that's that's very. Top of mind as well, and the best way to get a hold of us is uh, you can reach out to Joe or myself. Um, my number is eight is four zero one five two five four three three four. That's four zero one five two five four three three four. Give us a quick text, a quick call, or reach out to Joe, and we'll set up a ten or a fifteen minute conversation to kind of go over and see what plan's right for you. The plan started as low as twenty eight ninety five a month. And it's a great, you go, and you're just, that's the best um, peace of mind that you can get for, for getting that um, identity theft and device protection.
1: Yeah. And again, folks, I mean, if you're thinking about becoming a home buyer someday, this is something that should really be um, a priority. You need to start, Monitoring your credit, monitoring your digital presence so to make sure that no one is uh, stealing your ID or is adversely impacting your credit. Because, um, you know, my mother had a situation actually. So she's, you know, she's still working. Um, she's pretty, you know, she's on top of everything. And someone took out a credit card in her name. And charged up, like, a couple thousand bucks. Not a ton of money, but enough money, okay? And she noticed it. I forget how she found out about it. But she found out about it after, like, it had happened, okay? So it was a month after the fact, two months after the fact. And, oh, I know, because she was getting notices that she hadn't paid her bill. And she's like, I don't have it. I I, I don't have it. I think it was like an AT&T card. So... She had to go through the whole, the rigmarole to, get every, to cancel it out and go to the police station, file a report. I mean, it was a big time investment. With something like this, you would be notified right away when something happened. And if you want to be a homeowner or you want to apply for a mortgage at some point, uh, you need to think about this and take care of your own ID at the very least. Maybe your spouse and your children as well. And for only twenty-eight bucks, thirty bucks a month, it's well worth it because you know if someone does this and you get slapped with a couple of thousand bucks on your credit report that haven't been paid, you are going to pay much more than twenty-eight bucks a, a month from an, a higher interest rate because your credit was adversely impacted. Okay, so think about that. This is something that is serious. It's happening. You know, uh, credit. Theft is a, it's a multi-billion, with a B, multi-billion dollar industry. And they get away with so much because so few people monitor their situation. Okay? Folks, listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show, we have Sean Smith on as our guest tonight, as he was last week. And this week we are talking about uh, identity theft, digital Safety, monitoring your credit, these are things that are important if you're going to be a homeowner, okay? Um, Sean, is there anything else we we want to touch base upon before we wrap up?
0: Um, If we got some time, we can talk about um, the crime rate in Rhode Island and what steps that you can take to protect yourself at home as well.
1: Okay, yeah, let, let's do that the next uh, few minutes and then we we'll, we'll wrap up talking about uh, the home show
0: in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm here on uh, NeighborhoodScout.com and looking over the crime rates for Rhode Island. And um, some of the things that I wanted to bring to attend uh, to, to mind is that um, robbery, in the state of Rhode Island, and we're talking home robberies, is um, it talks about my chances of being a victim of a property crime in Rhode Island. It's 1 in 80. And and this is not to scare anybody, is that there's a 1 in 80 chance that your home could be um, a victim of a property crime, that someone breaking in, someone doing uh, vandalism at your home and things like that. And, and one of the other things that we do is is we've shifted to an economy over buying everything online. And, you know, um, I thought about it, and, and again, one of the most best things that we were able to do, and I highly recommend for a new homeowner or existing homeowner, is to get a home security and automation system. It's another one of those peace of mind that's gonna just put you at night, because one in 80, you know, you're walking down the street, out of 80 people, one person is going is to be a victim of this. And it's, it, it is just a great peace of mind. You're going to be able to um, have that automation system. You're going to protect your packages, you know. Uh, there 90% of uh, homeowners in Rhode Island have packages delivered to their home. You know, checks coming in the mail even. You know, do um, get that so you can um, monitor when a package comes. You can protect it. You can monitor. Everyone's got a smartphone these days. You know, you can monitor your system while you're away. If you have a pet sitter, you're a house sitter. Um, you got a mover coming in. We talked about that last week. You know, people can yep. come into your home and do that. These are all great things. And the best thing of all, It'll lower your homeowner's, is a really good opportunity to lower your homeowner's insurance as well.
1: Just by having uh, one of these alarm systems?
0: Correct, yes, correct.
1: Okay, and what? if someone's interested in that, how much is something like that, um, what would be a price range for that on a monthly basis or annual basis?
0: Um, they're all customizable, and so the easiest way is to get a hold of Joe or myself, and we can get you a quote with a provider, um, because everything's custom-built. You know, if if you want one camera, I want three cameras, I want two, I want one on the front porch the back porch. Um, It's all customizable. Um, And again, we're talking... um, It is... um, You know, I would say... It's gonna be less than two dollars a day starting out. Right. For for someone to um, and again if your service is fifty dollars a month, that's $1.66 sixty six a day. Um for for someone to be a security guard at your home, you know, while you're away. And again it's we spend five, six dollars on coffees at Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. So it's another one of those peace of minds, you know, with that identity theft, you know, twenty Twenty-eight less than a dollar a day. You know you can have your identity theft. So we're talking about two or three dollars a day, you right? Peace of mind out there. Yep, to help you out.
1: All right, thank you very much for that additional info. Um, I want to talk a little bit. I want to kind of, you know, we're going to be at the home show in a couple of weeks. Sean and I are going to have a booth there, right near the entrance. And I want to talk a little bit more about uh, some real estate tips. Okay, and things about you know, um, buying a home. And this again goes for home owners who may become home buyers. But if you are a buyer, there are certain, you know, language is important. Words have meaning and you need to, when you hear certain words, they sound good and they may describe something, but they could mean something different to different people. And a lot of times these words don't, they're not really quantifiable. OK, so, you know, those words cozy, which is another might be another word for small, charming could mean old, um, efficient um, could be a stand in for the word small uh, and unique might just mean it's hard to sell. OK, we've all had those uh, types of homes that we've um, we've listed, you know, but to help you essentially stay out of hot water. OK, and these are things we can, we can talk about when you come to see us at the home show. Um, I've got about five. I don't want to call them white lies, but there are five things that homeowners might be, uh, might say that could be a little, "Mm, you have a lot of room for gray area. And Sean, I'd like to get your input on these. Um, You know, sellers pretending that their home just hit the market uh, when it's been on the market for a long time is probably one of the most common things. And, you know, the reason for this is because when a home has been on the market a long time, people say, well, Jeepers, what's wrong with it? OK, um, and there's usually a reason. It could be a reason. It could be, you know, sometimes it's the house just needs a lot of work. The house is an antique house. It's a contemporary house. Those are, those are certain things that usually contribute to uh, the house being on the market for a longer time. And other times it's just overpriced. OK. Um, but it's important that you pay attention um, You know, to those buyers, beware um, about those because the truth will come out. You just want to find out that truth before you buy the house, okay? Um, And sellers, beware because if you have a a buyer who has a real estate agent who's sharp, uh, and they're going to look into the history of the property, they'll be able to do a lot of research and they can discredit uh, things or claims that you may be making, okay? Um, Something else is when people say they just installed fill in the blank, HVAC, new plumbing, a roof. Okay, people can say this, and even though it's something that was made many years ago, four or five years ago, oh, yes, we just put a new roof on. Well, I guess if you've lived in a house for 30 years, five years ago may seem like you just did it, but um, that's not new. So these are kind of like little red flags that you want to pay attention to when you are looking for a home and you're reading the description online at either, you know, uh, RILiving.com or Realtor.com or Zillow, whatever it is, okay? Uh, something else is it's a great neighborhood. Now, a great neighborhood is very subjective, okay? And people always say, oh, yeah, my neighborhood's a really good neighborhood. It's quiet. It's, um, there's not a lot of traffic. Well, some of these things you can independently verify. If they say it's a nice, quiet neighborhood, go drive through the neighborhood on a Friday night. See what it's like. Oh, there's never any traffic here. Go to the neighborhood in the morning when everyone's trying to get out for work. Okay? Just so you can see if it's something that's true or not. The neighbors are all wonderful. That's great. You know, you're not going to be able to tell if all your neighbors are are nice people. But look around. Look at those houses. Is there a house across the street that has a car that's up on blocks? Is there a house across the street where the, the, the gutters are hanging off? You know, they're not secured properly. These are things that can be an indicator of maybe your neighbors aren't all that wonderful. Maybe they're really nice people, but they don't know how to take care of their home. Okay. Something else that, this is um, a huge red flag, is when people say we've, you know, talk about mold. Okay. Mold has a legal, that is a legal, has legal standing. Okay. So when I... Have a home that I'm looking at with my buyers, and we see some black stuff on the wall. It is microbial growth until we have it tested to prove that it is mold because it could just be mildew. Okay, it could be something that looks like mold or looks like microbial growth, and it's not. Okay, state laws vary. On the weather, um, you know, if it's Mass or Rhode Island, there's a little bit of uh, difference there. But mold can definitely contribute to serious health issues, especially if it's black mold. Okay? So you do not want to lie about that. Okay? And many of my colleagues and I have release forms about mold that everyone, the people have to sign. Okay, uh, You do not want to lie about that if you have mold in your basement and you know about it. Um, you do not want to say that there's no mold or we've never had a water problem. Just get it remediated or be upfront with it. Yeah, we had, there's mold down there. We had a water leak. Um, I, I don't have the money to remediate it. Um, but once it's discovered, that's when the problem begins. So if you can do an inspection before you put the house on the market... And ascertain if you have mold problems or not, or wood destroying insects, things like that that make buyers get scared and want to terminate transactions. Get this stuff dealt with up front. Okay, deal with this stuff up front, folks. Because again, you it, you know I used to be in, in my, the family business was pianos, and you know if a piano got damaged and the technician fixed the damage on the finish and it was perfect. They would never see it unless they saw the damage before it was repaired. Then it would stick out like a sore thumb. Okay? So, folks, you do not want that to happen with your house because a house is a much bigger investment than a small piano is. So pay attention to these things. If you have any questions, reach out to me, 401-409-503. Or your humble host, Joe Luca. Um, and I'll answer any questions. And, you know, if you have if you had a water event maybe you want to give Vern Rainville a call 484-300-8495 because that could be a claim on your in homeowner, on your homeowners insurance that's Vern Rainville public insurance adjuster he works for you the homeowner not the insurance company 484-300-8495 is his phone number okay and after you get the house under agreement you have your closing everything's lined up you know hopefully you would have called She mets moving in storage at 401-383-6399 give them a call as soon as you sign that contract because they'll help you get everything out there they'll get you scheduled in and they don't ask for these huge deposits up front okay we talked about that last week with george um if someone's asking you for a big deposit half up front that should be another red flag okay Um, So, folks, Sean and I, Sean still on the line. We are going to be at the home show in a couple of weeks. Sean, if you could give everyone your number again in case they have questions on the ID, uh, identity theft, or the um, home alarm systems, what would be the best number for them to reach
0: you at? Sure. It's 401-525-4334. That's 401-525-4334. Or visit us online at servicesbutler.com. S-E-R-V-I-C-E-S, butler.com, and uh, you can fill out the intake form there, and we'll reach out to you. Great. And um, that will that's the best way to get a hold of us. We're uh, we're here seven days a week to help. Great.
1: And what was that number again?
0: 401-525-4334, and mention that you uh, found us on the Joe Luca Real Estate Show, and we'll take care of you.
1: Awesome. Sean, thank you very much for calling in. We will be I'll talk to you tomorrow and um, have a great have a great night.
0: Thanks everybody. Thanks, Joe.
1: Okay, thank you very much everyone for tuning in. We're coming to the end of the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I want to thank our sponsors again, John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Heath LaForte, uh Denora Reyes, phone number 401-321-4401. If you're looking for a USDA VA or FHA mortgage, or even a conventional mortgage, they can help you out. Uh, and, of course, Anthony Betancourt and Rich Nicholson at Beacon Title and Escrow, uh, the go-to closing attorneys for Joe Luca real estate. And stay tuned, because the Old Time Preaching Chapel is coming up next with my buddy Rick Mernier, and we'll be back here next week. Take care, everybody.
0: This is W N R I One Socket.